afternoon. Thank you for contacting OIA. How may I direct her call? Yeah, I can speak to Becky, please. Um, yeah, just one moment. Thank you. May I tell her who's calling? It's Joey Jingola. Okay, just a moment. Thank you. OIA, we are committed to being a market differentiator for Ohio's independent agents. That's why we are focused on creating resources and perpetuation, recruiting and training, digital marketing, and improving the customer experience. Learn more at ohioinsuranceagents.com. This is Becky. Becky, it's Joey Jingola. How's it going? Good. How are you doing? Good. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. So the, the thing that's most important to me personally is targeting. I, I don't want to be irrelevant to any of our members. So I try to make sure that whatever we're doing, even if it's an audience of like 15 people, I want the message to be targeted so we stay relevant. It seems so obvious, yet not enough people do it. That was my good friend Becky Taylor over at the OIA, Ohio Insurance Agents Association. And she's talking about her, I guess she's the marketing manager. So we're, we had a good, we had a nice, good marketing talk. So I just, like I said, sometimes I just got to get those out. You know, I just got to have them. We were talking again, marketing. What is most important, right? And it is, hey, relevancy, right? I mean, that's the most important thing. If you are not saying the right thing to the right people, then there's a good chance that they're not going to listen to you. And again, it seems, it seems obvious. It seems like this is something that should be like number one at the list. And it is, I mean, it is, we're obviously talking about it right now, but you know, I, I watch a lot of agents kind of struggle, maybe a strong word, who knows, uh, but you got to know who you're talking to and, and what they want to hear from you. And we've gone over this time and time again, there's like 300 five ways to prepare your house for winter blog posts out there that no one ever needs to see again. It's not relevant, right? I mean, it kind of is, but ultimately, is that our job as insurance agents? I mean, are we really experts in winterizing houses? I mean, when's the last time you went and like winterized a house? I mean, maybe you do it, maybe you own a home, maybe you don't. It's relevancy, right? It's talking about the thing that is going to matter the most to them. Ultimately, that's going to be something surrounding coverages, companies, uh, deductibles, claims, things that they are actually going to need and actually are searching for. If you're not addressing those things, if you're avoiding those things, if you are doing something other than that, then there's a good reason. That is the reason why a lot of what you're saying isn't leading you to the people that you ultimately want to do business with because there's a good chance that if you aren't saying those things, then you maybe just haven't taken enough time to get to know them and what is really important. Um, I try to get to know our members as much as possible to find out kind of what's important to them. 
And we're doing a lot on our end as far as data is concerned to try to build profiles of agents to help, you know, figure out what their needs are and then line them up with resources to, to help them be more successful in whatever terms that means for them. In whatever terms that means for them. That's, that's pretty important. That means you're listening, right? That's what that means. And maybe, you know, as far as it goes with insurance and, and the way that maybe we discount and we kind of get a little insecure that we just get nervous that, yeah, we talk about insurance a lot and I'm guilty of saying that people only want to care about their insurance when it's time to care about their insurance. I get that. But um, when we are focusing on the front end, front end marketing that brings people in, brings people through the door to us, there's always somebody out there that needs or wants to talk about their insurance because they have that happening right now. And we discount that. We, we're not listening to that, right? We're not thinking that that is something that is important to them, that getting to know them and what they need is, uh, is not what we, what we necessarily want it to be, right? It's, hey, listen, lean on the information that you know. Lean on the thing that actually got you here. Uh, it's the thing that you do every day. That's what they're coming to you for. And until you kind of give yourself permission, credit, whatever, to, to do that, that's, that's going to be a struggle, right? You've got to listen to what they're trying to tell you, to, to what they want you to tell them. And, uh, and so this is, this is maybe going out there a little bit, but I'm, just, I'm seeing this as a thing, and I don't, want, I don't want to waste a lot of marketing effort and energy. I don't want to do it. Um, so I have seen some, some agents... Um, picking up uh, the video game, the vlog game, to where there are they're actually picking up the camera and telling their story. However, I have a feeling um, in the short term it will be hard to find success because I don't see a lot of not all the time, right? I don't I don't see a lot of insurance talk happening occasionally, right? So just I'm just saying I'm just saying like yes, it's fun, it's cool, and it's really good, and telling the story that's all great. Um, but unless you're, you're doing it in a way that, uh, somebody is searching for it, it's going to be really hard for them to find you because, um, you know, starting at zero with nobody listening, um, and not really focusing on the thing that, you know, they, they they want can be challenging. And I don't want you to kind of waste your marketing energy and ambition because, you know, you see other people doing it this way and, and wouldn't it be great if that was the reality that you lived in? And to be honest, you just might have to pay some some marketing dues. You might need to just, you know, um, take your medicine and, and do that blog post on, statement is not a good example. I don't know why that came to mind, but, um, you know, maybe higher limits, umbrella stuff, whatever. You know, we've gone through plenty of examples. You get what I'm saying. And that is ultimately the idea behind, you know, are you taking the time to get to know the people that you actually want to do business with? And are you providing them with the thing that they need for them to want to do business with you? Because if those don't match up, then that's where it breaks down. You know, you're trying to provide them something that they don't want. They can't find you because you're not giving them the thing that they need to find you and so on and so forth. So if you are listening, if you are paying attention, if you are doing all of that, you'll find it so much easier to have that not be the case, right? Have people reaching out to you, contacting you based on that listening ability that you are deploying. 
And from there, that then provides you with the ability to then do the fancier stuff, to do the more, hey, how cool am I? I'm going to talk about whatever I want. And they're going to listen because you've already provided them with something that they wanted to hear. You got to kind of earn it, right? You've got to earn the ability for them to listen to you talk about something maybe else other than the thing that they came to you for, or, or you know, to, again, to, to elevate it to a different level. Because to, to go straight branding out of the gate, like with a high level kind of, uh, what, what was the word? I'm, English language is failing me here. Um, advanced, boy, that was tough. Uh, an advanced, you know, video strategy might be disappointing. I'm just, I'm just, I don't know. I'm just, I'm trying to protect you. I feel like I'm, I feel like you're my, my children, right? I'm just protecting you, right? Just like, I don't want you to get hurt. I don't want you to be stood up at the marketing dance of, hey, listen, I want to do this thing and nobody cares. Nobody's asking me to do anything. And I, you know, depression sets in, gallons of ice cream just start disappearing. I don't know, right? I just, I don't want that to be in your future. So let's not, let's not do that. Let's just make a deal right now. I think it sounds good. But the thing is, is that even if, right, even if you're rocking and rolling and there's things going on and there are people calling you and talking to you and all that good stuff, there's still probably something that you feel like you're not doing right. And it might be okay. It is fancy. The problem is it kind of leaves us, leaves us lacking in the tracking department as far as like we spend a lot of our time on developing our targets and, and kind of developing this, those targeted messages and that content. And then we don't spend as much time on the back end tracking, like the success, you know, all the way through the funnel. Like, is it working? Are people, you know, do people go from, hey, they open this, they click it to, then they go ahead and either sign up for whatever service or buy whatever product, whatever it is that we're sending to them. So while I am inclined to say that, yes, this is important. And while I just, I will be slightly sad, you know, that Becky is not doing this, although I have to follow up. This was a while ago and have to see how their, how their efforts are now tracking some of those things. Uh, there are a couple core, like just key things that you're going to want to know from a, is it working standpoint? Uh, I, you know, I, I'm not super heavy into, you know, they say if you can't track it or you, if, if you can't measure it, it's not real, something like that. I'm like 50, 50. I've got like, I've got like a foot in the water of that saying, but, um, you know, ultimately you want, you have to know in, in some capacity what is working and what is not, but this is the thing to keep in mind, right? The game never ends. There's, it's not like all of a sudden tomorrow's going to come and you've run out of time. You always have an opportunity to do that thing that isn't where you want it to be. And I think that also is kind of a deterrent to this entire process to where, well, yeah, I, I can do this, but then I don't have this, this, and this. And it's just like, well, who cares? You're not going to have it already the, the, the day it rolls out, right? Um, you know, again, double down on your strengths, forget your weaknesses sort of thing to an extent. Um, you know, that's kind of what we're dealing with here, right? Hey, uh, Becky at OIA, they're, they're, they're good at crafting, really honing in on the message and being relevant to the people that they want to talk to but they're still trying to, you know, maybe be a little bit better at the thing after it actually gets to them and what actions are being taken. Now, again, it's a, you could say this is like a chicken and the egg cart, cart and a horse sort of cart and a cart, horse and a cart, cart and a horse, or whatever thing where, uh, you know, uh, does one make the other better and vice versa. And I could say that, you know, maybe if the tracking improves a little bit, then you might know, uh, where and when the message might need to be deployed and, and, and some of the mistakes there. So that, you know, once you get to a certain baseline to where things are working, where you, you know, again, the ice cream isn't disappearing, then you can maybe look to shift focus to, okay, what can we gain? What insights can we learn from what is already working 
uh, why is it working and how can we make it work better or what isn't working that isn't and what are the things that we think we might be able to do that could not make that be the case. Again, not rocket science. It's not difficult. It's just not overwhelming it and, and trying to make it more than it is. And again, you know, countless times do I talk to agents where it's like, well, yes, I, I do this, but then I'm not doing that. And, and when you see a finished product, right, and you see some, somebody else already doing something that you want to do, you got to remember, you got to think to yourself, well, what did it look like when they started? And that you cannot compare yourself to the finished product. You always have to say, well, great, I'm going to do better. I can get better and I will be better. And it's okay, right? Just let each kind of little success flow into the next, right? Let it, let it build momentum to, to, to know that you will figure this thing out. And, uh, and yes, again, I, I mentioned this on, um, what was it? Oh, we did a podcast, Ryan and I, maybe last week. I don't know. We were talking about HubSpot. Yeah. It was the one we did on Monday, uh, the, the different tools and things. Um, you know, the whole reason, you know, we, we were talking about an agent not leaving HubSpot, uh, you know, again, the, the information and the tracking, the reason that it is important, right? The only reason that I've done video for six years or whatever it's been is because back in the day, HubSpot, you know, told me that, Hey, listen, this is working exponentially better than anything else you were doing. And it looks like people kind of like this. So you just need to have at least, you know, a couple flares to be able to shout up to, 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 to be able to focus on those things and obviously implementing tools like HubSpot or whatever. Uh, you know, Becky was talking about a tool. I think we may or may not get into the next episode. I'm not sure. Um, but that they are using to try and facilitate that as well. Um, but those are the things that you've got to do. You've got to invest in that for your agency. You've got to you know, know that yes, some of these things are important and I'm going to dedicate myself to learn how to make the most out of them. But ultimately you have to, you have to understand what it is that somebody's coming to you for and why they need you and not discount the thing that you are ultimately best at and being the absolute most relevant that you can be to the people that you want to be when they're ready for you. I got to get a little serious, potentially offensive. I'm not entirely sure, but I got to talk about this. The Trolls Holiday Special. I just, and I can't believe that I was planning on talking about this at the end of the show. I had no idea that this episode was going to be about, you know, relevancy and, and targeting and, and focusing your message. Uh, but let's be honest here. Um, if anybody has children, they, if they've watched the Trolls Holiday Special, um, I'm going to be honest. It's like barely mediocre. And I'm kind of disappointed that it's barely mediocre. Mainly because I have to endure it at a, at a rate that is probably not healthy. Both visually and sonically. I don't think that's the right word. But um, they, all right, so here's the thing, right? I think we can all agree this is the controversial part. I think we can all agree that Christmas is kind of one, the holiday thing, like not necessarily based on religious beliefs, but just because there's like a, a jolly dude in a red suit that's uh, questionable the best that we lie to our children about. Like that's just, that that is one, right? I can't do anything about it. I didn't make it happen. You didn't make it happen. But I think we can all accept it, right? So what's upsetting about this is that the Trolls Holiday, not willing to kind of, you know, commit, like go all in, they just made like the most generic holiday thing that they possibly could. And it was really for nobody. I mean, like it's like, it absolutely has nothing to do with anything. Like nothing. Like they tried to make it a thing. I mean, let's be honest, like with that cast, I mean, you got Justin Timberlake, Anna Kendrick, James Corden. I mean, come on, man. 
Like that, the trolls as like an actual singing thing is like actually more fascinating to me than the actual. Anyways, um, but I mean, I could, I was gonna be down for like, hey, let's make a cool Christmas album. But no, not today. I mean, ask Mariah Carey. I mean, like that's her entire career. Like, I don't know, like that one song. My point is, I get it. Like corporate America, they kind of they want to toe the line of like whatever. But anyways. First of all, first off, if you watched Trolls Holiday, please tell me what you thought, because again, painfully mediocre on all levels. Um, Joey at agencynation.com to let me know your thoughts about Trolls Holiday, and then to um, your opinions, thoughts on just actually standing up and saying, "Listen, you know what? Christmas probably dominates like a lot of people, so we're just going to do Christmas." Okay, sorry, Hanukkah, other things. Maybe we do a Hanukkah one too. I don't know. I honestly don't know what else happens at this time of year. Maybe that's my fault. But, hey, guess what? Again, the, the guy in the red suit won. We can't do anything about it. I mean, if we want to come together and kind of say, like, hey, listen, we're going to stop lying to our kids about this guy that we're not sure, uh, you know, that's fine. I could get down with that. But ultimately, I would just like to see people kind of stand up and, and be relevant to a specific group of people. And, I don't know, just not be generic because it doesn't work. I don't know. Do tell me. Joey at agencynation.com. 